Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word LUCK to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's LUCK to 200-200. Hello! What's going on? It's Friday. We've made it. It's your morning ritual with me, Gary Lewis, KNST AM seven ninety two sounds most stimulating talk. Ah, breathe it in. I can't be the only one that's exhausted over this. Can I? No, maybe you. Over what? Just, just being tired with it. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. I'm telling you. You know what it is. Tell me. It's kids. They just drain the it, life. I think you. they do. I mean, they're great, but they literally, <laughs> they just, every like last vampires. second, every last second of it. <laughs> oh, man. Three things I think you need to know. So uh, a couple of days after I tell you, the ADP, they, were, they say that the job market grew by, what, 246,000, 241,000, whatever it was, 240-plus thousand jobs. The Labor Department says, no, not really. We only see... 103,000 jobs, and we expected 193,000. Huh? How does that work? What's going on? Hmm. Anyway, uh, we'll get into that. So what is that? Everyone's, oh, my God, this is it. Stock market crash coming. That's what people are actually saying. You believe that? Yeah. Second thing that I think you need to know is uh, the Trumpster this morning has said, you know what? I think uh, China. You know what? I'm, I'm telling. I'm telling my uh, my trade representative and my and my economic guys. Let's prepare another hundred billion dollars in additional tariffs to China. I'm putting the screws to them. This is called negotiations. Yet people are literally freaking out, freaking out. So Trump said that. Let's do it. And then China's response is, "quote We feel America is very arrogant. They've taken a wrong action. The result is they will hurt themselves. They released the list of a hundred billion dollars in tariffs. We'll do the same." We'll response with we'll have a major response to the new tariffs. We will immediately fight back with a major response. That's what they said. This is all negotiations. We don't even know if these tariffs will ever actually start or do anything. But again, that's what happened. You know, we're arrogant. You steal our stuff. <laughs> you and we're dumb enough. You infiltrate our colleges, universities, uh, defense labs. We have people from China, they send them over here, and we, we, like idiots, we just take them in and they steal stuff and send it back. Anyway, so we have that as well. Third thing that I think you need to know is that apparently uh, people in Tucson are starting to have enough, and the fact that uh, police aren't responding like they should because there aren't enough of them. So there was a, there was a, I, I guess a forum, a community forum, a property crime forum yesterday held by TPD, and this is just unbelievable. So they said they had a property crime forum, and Chief Magnus was there, uh, and he reached 40 people that were there. He loved that, 40 people. Of course, he could come on this radio show and, and reach like 42 people, but whatever. And 42 dozens and dozens of people. I know. It's two more. I know. Got him beat. Exactly. So uh, he, said, um, he said, listen, I need you people to watch out more. You have to get together as neighborhoods and watch out. We need community policing as well, and we're going to hire more uh, non-police officers, officers. You know what I'm saying? The, C- the CSOs? Yes. That's, that's what he wants. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Community policing. That's the answer. You know, of course, you pay taxes for police and fire. Uh, but we need you to pay taxes and actually do the job. But he wants to hire more uh, citizens uh, to act as police officers for low-level things, they say, like crime, even though it happens all the time. We'll have sound bites of that coming up. Three things I think you need to know. And at 710 this morning, wait till you hear, I'll tell you about it, uh, a particular teacher at Flowing Wells High School, Flowing Wells High School, um, who decided to not teach the subject of math in a math class and instead to teach about how you should accept transgenderism. Which, let's just put it out there now, because there are going to be people that totally say, Oh my God, this is, come on, you just hate and you're hateful. I don't give a crap what you are. But in math class, you're supposed to learn math. I'd have a problem in math class if you started teaching social studies or science or English. Or one and one is three. Yeah, exactly. That's not math. That's wrong. Fake math. So anyway, what? Oh yeah, so we'll get we'll get that. Oh yeah, that's what we call theoretical math. Well, that that too. Chaos numbers, totally fake. Oh, stop with your conspiracy theories. So uh, the Trumpster did it yesterday. Uh, Ryan was getting. We were talking before the show. He was getting a kick out of the fact that there was a press conference yesterday. He had this, you know, whatever form, and uh, he was supposed to read some prepared statement on taxes. And he like he's like this is boring. Threw it up in the air, and he went off script. And the fact that he went off script, the media is like, oh, here he goes again. He's stating things that are wrong and false and blah, 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 blah. Yep. Yes. He. Oh, okay. Why don't you want to, well, just make sure it hit play first. Because uh, it's probably going to be something before it. Um, so Trump did that. Okay. You know what? Start it over. You want to hear what it sounds like? Ryan's going to play it for you. Here we go. And I think with that, I'll start. You know, this was going to be my remarks. It would have taken about two minutes, but that would have been a little boring. A little boring. (laughs) He's not wrong. Now I'm reading off the first paragraph. I said, this is boring. Come on. We have to to say, tell it like it is. There you go. Tell it like it is. Yeah, unlike politicians with BS numbers and BS this and BS that and blah, blah, blah. We're sick of this crap. So Trump starts going off the cuff, and he starts talking about things. He starts talking about the border, the border wall, the caravan announced just a smaller caravan, largely, I love it, largely disbanded, went on entirely, largely disbanded, and blah, blah, blah. And then he brings up, again, uh, women being raped as they try to cross the border, as they try to get through Mexico. And the media loses their mind. This is, this is what Trump said. Uh, yesterday when he started going off the cuff. Yeah, you got that? Cool, let's go. Here we go. And remember my opening remarks at Trump Tower when I opened. Everybody said, oh, he was so tough. And I used the word rape. And yesterday it came out where this journey coming up, women are raped at levels that nobody's ever seen before. They don't want to mention that. And then the media is like, wait a second. He didn't actually give any facts to back it up. How can he just say this stuff? This is the problem with Trump. You know, he just says these things and he opens himself up and there's no evidence and this is just terrible. And I mean, just from me doing this show for a long time now, I remember reading the stories, you know them too, of women being assaulted. There was even, I think, a local news story where they went down to an area and, and, uh, because they want, it was, it was a, uh, you know, an open borders story, an amnesty story, things like that. And they had pieces of clothing 
all on the ground, and it one represented uh, each piece of clothing represented a woman that was sexually assaulted on her way to America. I remember those. I, it's is not this is not new, but the media loses their mind. Trump's a liar. This is the thing. He's crazy. He's this. He's that. There's like no evidence, and it's as if they think we're stupid. Of course, they never actually asked for any evidence when Obama said, "If you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor." And I mean, there I mean, there are some doozies, and they never actually said. Where's the evidence of that? I mean, just because Obama said it, they believed it like this. That is why I have moved quickly to work with my economic team and leaders of both parties on an American recovery and reinvestment plan that will immediately jumpstart job creation and long-term growth. Where are the facts on that? Well, me didn't ask that. And, of course, you have some other ones, too, that are just, I mean, it's, it's, it's lovely. For Americans who get their insurance through the workplace, how many people are getting <laughs> mm-hmm. insurance through their jobs right now? Mm-hmm. Raise your hands. All right, well, a lot of those folks, your employer, it's estimated, would see premiums fall by as much as 3,000%, which means they could give you a raise. Lies. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen a raise since 1986. <laughs> That's not true. Uh, fake, news. <laughs> fake news. So, I mean, you have this stuff. You have reporters, right? Yeah. BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed reporter Tom Namaco. Trump reprises Mexicans are rapist comments. Repri- oh, reprises that. Interesting, right? Of course, remember what Trump said. When Mexico sends his people, they're not sending their best. They're not sending you. They're not sending you. They're sending people that have lots of problems, and they're bringing those problems with us. They're bringing drugs, bringing crime. They're rapists, and I assume some are good people, and some I assume are good people. They always leave that part out, but it's true. So let me bring you to, uh, where, where's the evidence, Garrett? I mean, the media, you just, oh, okay, you're just saying Obama never had to prove it. Okay. September 12th, 2014, Huffington Post, 80% of Central American women, girls, are raped crossing into the U.S. That's the headline. That's there. Story says, according to a stunning fusion investigation, 80% of women and girls crossing into the U.S. by way of Mexico are raped during their journey. That's up from a previous estimate of 60%, according to an Amnesty International report. They act as if Trump is out of his mind, right? Like he's out of his mind when he says these things. Uh, There was a report in 2017 about a Mexican Catholic priest. Right? Gateway Pundit had this story. Quote, though contraception is a uh, venial sin in Catholic orthodoxy, This priest began giving women his blessing to take birth control and contraceptive injections. He also developed a relationship with Santa Maria Pharmacy, an unmissable bright orange building down the road from his church, where he has since directed hundreds of women to go. Quote, it is lesser of two evils, this Catholic priest said. Since she cannot prevent violation, she protects herself so she won't get pregnant. Meaning, again, they get raped, he doesn't want them to get pregnant. BuzzFeed, three days ago. Remember everybody's talking about BuzzFeed, about the caravan and everything like that? Again, the media acts as if they just, well, let's ignore the stuff that we want you to know. If we can try to make a narrative that Trump's an idiot and he lies, why not? BuzzFeed, quote, more often than not, undocumented travelers have to move in the darkness of night and aboard a cargo train known as the Beast, dodging immigration authorities and criminals who extort, rape, and sometimes kidnap them. The treacherous journey has become local lore documented in books and films. What? 
Huh. How about that? I mean, I'm telling you, it's as if they, they literally are not in touch with reality. So you didn't cite a particular report, but we all know this happens. Talk to Border Patrol agents. I, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just, it's not even, it's not even close. It's not even close. Holy smokes. So, we have, you know what, when we get back at 623, I'm, I'm going on and on and on. Uh, I'll give you, I think, maybe the best example of the media losing their mind as to what Trump said. I mean, you want to talk about bombastic, outrageous reaction. It happened this morning on Morning Joe, Morning Joe and Mika's face. Uh, a, an alleged Republican uh, strategist who uh, either really was just a rhino or sold out for a paycheck from MSNBC. Uh, yeah, we'll do that when we get back. Um, what he did, what he said about Trump's rapist comments are beyond the pale. Beyond the pale. I'm telling you, it's absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. So we will get to that. Coming up in about uh, four minutes, four minutes. It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Talk. 629, thank you for hanging out. It's going to be another warm day today, but what do you expect? It's April. Right now, it's actually not bad. It's only going to get warmer. Shocking, huh? 62. It's beautiful outside. Have you taken your shower for April? Oh, April shower. God, I hate you. 89 and sunny today. <laughs> Who's April? 91 tomorrow, 88 Sunday. See, look, remember I said yesterday, was it yesterday? Uh, next Friday, it's supposed to be in the mid-upper 70s. They've already revised that to 85 for a week from today. It's supposed to be in the 90s every day next week except for Friday, but that'll be revised also by tomorrow. But let me tell you, they're experts. They know that it's going to be, uh, they're going to have global warming with the two degrees, to, anyway, whatever. So let's play uh, Steve Schmidt. Steve Schmidt on the the Trump uh, the Trump uh, uh, rape comment because it's like the worst thing of all time and blah 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 blah. Oh yeah, it's it's absolutely horrible. I know. Um. So Steve Schmidt this morning on Morning Joe. I mean this it's a it's crazy. They literally take things so out of context and get so insane in their description and they again they gotta fill like three hours of garbage and you know it's i do four hour show it's me and ryan they do three hours and i think they repeat this stuff uh every hour but it's just it's like five people on a set and they have to say the most outrageous outlandish crap just to just listen to what this guy said about the trump rape comments even though i just told you there are examples and it happens women get raped and assaulted and everything i mean you find the drop houses in phoenix in tucson it's there but this is what this guy said here we go the appalling lack of dignity in, inherent in those remarks, that, that that's the president of the United States of America. It's just extraordinary, the, the lack of any comportment in his, in his personal space. He sounds mm. like a drunk guy in Queens at the end of the bar talking complete and total nonsense. Um, the nativism, it's inherent racism. Inherent racism. This notion of people are coming here and they're black and they're brown and they're rapists and they're and they're murderers. Uh, that's what this is. That's what he's doing. He is he is speaking to the the ugliest threads um, in the country and and in the country's history. And when he talks that way, 
it shows he has, he has no conception, right, about this country. I mean, what? Are people what? from Queens like that? Uh, only some of them. Queens. Only only some of them. Okay. Only some of them. Well, it's like Merced. Well, I mean, you should have seen, you watch Coming to America, right? It's the same thing. It was I, I expect to find Queens everywhere and make dowels. <laughs> the big, yeah, okay. Big, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. Is that not like, the? It's it's just crazy to me. How they could actually take something that he says that's factually correct, and then he's racist, he's a drunk, he's a this, he's a that, he's a... I I mean, I guess to you and me, we know the facts. We know the facts. And they just make themselves sound like idiots, but then if you don't know the facts, what happens? You think that Trump really is a fool, and these people are so smart on TV. Right? They're just so smart... That maybe they're right. You know, speaking of not knowing the facts, this is incredible, too. Well, I, listen, there are more examples of this also. There are more examples of this, of women being raped that are trying to cross the border illegally, and you name it, blah, blah, blah. We'll get to all that. Yeah, if you have any stories, you can share. But uh, speaking of not, not not like I don't hear the rape stories, but if you know facts and, and, and just outrage about this these comments, because we have lots of Border Patrol agents that do listen, you can send me messages. You know what you're doing. Uh, however, I want to give you another example of people not knowing facts, and when they hear the actual facts, they get absolutely shocked. There's a guy that has a YouTube channel named uh, Fleckus. And he did a fake casting call. Actors thought they were actually really doing a casting call. And he had them actually read real stats about illegal immigration, costs, this, that. And they're reading the teleprompter, and then you see their facial expressions. And I know you can't see them when you hear them on the radio, but you'll hear what they say when they react to this. Like, what is this? This is incredible stuff. I'll put the video on my page at KNST.com and on my Facebook page. That's coming up in about five. And again, the Flowing Wells teacher that was supposed to teach math, but instead taught kids about him being transgender. I have the audio. I even have pictures. I'll tell you about it. It's coming up 710. Don't go anywhere. Here's Fox. Getting to work and realizing you know more than everyone else feels good. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. That's funny, Ryan. 641. I'm going to blame you for that one. Wife avoidance training? Should have given that to Digital Mike, who's now in Chicago. I tried. We didn't take that class. Oh, it was it was a box with some with a cheeseburger underneath it. Yeah, this and will a happen. String on the stick. They will cook for you all the time. Well, man, we anyway. We better stop. Three things I think you need to know. Shirts are iron. Uh huh. Wait, what? Yep. Uh, number one, uh, it's crazy. A labor department says only one hundred three thousand jobs added in March. A couple days ago, we were told by ADP two hundred forty plus thousand jobs were added in March. Good luck. Good luck with that. Um, February, they said, Labor Department, they revised their their job number up as well. So the markets are happy with that. Matter of fact, apparently they said it was revised up in February to 326,000 jobs created. That's more than the, the private sector. I don't know how they come up with this stuff, but there you go. They say 103,000 jobs were created, um, but... There were a lot in February. I, I don't know. The ADP says there, there were a lot. We'll see. We'll see what the market says, especially, by the way, uh, when, uh, when we find out the second thing that I think you need to know, which is Trump is threatening China again. 
uh, he said, listen, you know what? China, they matched our $50 billion in tariffs. Tell you what, <clears throat> let's get a new list, $100 billion in tariffs. Oh, yeah. Late last night, he said to U.S. Trade Representative, uh, to, to, you know what? Let's consider $100 billion in additional tariffs against China. And I have something on that in just a second. I got a great text from a buddy of mine. So China said they will react. They said that we are arrogant and they will fight back against us with a major response. So my buddy texts me, for all the mainstream media pundits, hysteria over a China trade war. Reminder, China cannot win a trade war against a country they have a massive surplus with. Hashtag economics 101. They need our money. They need our money. Third thing I think you need to know, crime in Tucson, obviously high. Chief Magnus uh, just driving police officers out as quickly as he possibly can. There was a forum yesterday about property crimes. And the answer from the chief is, we don't have enough police officers. we got to think of something different. Why don't you guys in the neighborhood start to look out for people? Yeah, that, that's it. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to hire some more CSOs. Yeah, yeah, those are the community service guys. Oh, yeah, they're not the real police officers. They just show up afterwards and take reports. How does that prevent crime? Yep, we'll get to that later on. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, let's play this uh, vi- this video. And again, I'll put it on my page, my Facebook page, KNST.com. I'll tweet it. I'll do all kinds of stuff. Right? This is really, uh, this is really, this is the eye-opening stuff that people don't pay attention to. Again, this is why people, the ones that don't get it, they're just clueless to the facts. They either don't want to know them because it makes them feel bad, or they don't want to know them because then they'll say, for this whole life of mine, I've been thinking one particular way, and man, was I wrong. And nobody wants to be wrong. No, not at all. So there's a guy that runs a YouTube channel. How long until YouTube, you know, puts the kibosh on this guy, right? His name is Fleckus. He, he's in L.A. He had a casting call. He wanted actors to read the really, really hard, true facts on illegal immigration. They were in the teleprompter. They're sitting down. It's funny, the video, like, hey, have you, ever a te- you ever heard a teleprompter before? No, not really, but I'll just do it. So they're just trying to be like, you know, one guy goes, I'll be like Ron Burgundy. They're trying to be TV people, read it in a very serious demeanor. That's what you do. And when these actors are reading the facts about illegal immigration, I mean, one thing to see the video and see their facial expression, another thing to actually hear what they, re- what they say, and we'll play some of it for you here and pause it for reaction. Uh, listen, here we go. Did you know? Did you know? Did you know? Did you know? Government expenditures on illegal immigration totals $135 billion annually, while illegal immigrants only pay $19 billion in taxes. In California, illegal immigrants and their children make up almost 11% of the population. So what are California taxpayers Mm. supporting? Illegal immigrants receive $14.4 $14.4 billion for education. $4.02 billion for health care. $792 million for public assistance. $4.44 billion for justice and law enforcement. $1.6 billion for general government services. $1 billion for auto insurance. Ooh. Illegal immigrants cost taxpayers over $25 billion in state and local expenses. This amounts to $2,370 per legal California household. It's a lot of dough. A lot of dough. California has the highest taxes in the nation. Six out of seven of the least affordable cities in the U.S. are in California. Mm. California is neglecting important infrastructure due to the massive debt of $1.3 trillion. Oh. 
Wow. Whoa. What'd you think of those stats? I was not aware of that. No. That's really, that's crazy. Absolutely. Crazy. I'm a little uh, uh, lacking in like the uh, statistical facts of like uh, immigration policy and all that kind of stuff. Wow, that's a lot of money. I mean, I think they could spend it on other things. I think there's Ooh. a lot of uh, political manipulation because they appeal to people's emotions and they don't appeal to reality. They just, here's an example that is going to make you upset and then people go, I'm upset about that. I don't care what facts are now. I'm just mad. So I'm going to fight it. I'm going to fight against that. My view on illegal immigration is that if people are coming into the country, they're coming here to work, you know what I mean? It's in to make a living. Mm. There's kind of like this unspoken contract. You, you come here, it's like the land of hopes and dreams. You work hard. But if the first interaction you have with America is a crime, that's not a good indicator of like the way that your relationship will be with America. What is the group like you're with or what is it that you guys are doing? They're not with any group actually, this is just for YouTube. It's more unfair, especially to people who have waited, who are undergoing the same pressures. These are actors. Of the people who snuck in, but they're waiting in line. And they're like, I went through all the same stuff. I'm starving. There's, there's rampant crime. There's corrupt government. And I came here too, and I've been waiting. And you just cheated and you just cut in front of the line. Because, and then you're saying, well, my family. Well, what about my family too? They're actors. Actors. Whoops. Actors. Whoa, man. So again, I mean, if you're in an office, and you shouldn't bring up politics in the office, and it's not going to be good. But you know someone that disagrees. If you bring up these facts, they don't want to believe it. But something like this happens. Very creative, isn't it? And all of a sudden, they get shocked, and they change their mind about things. And all of a sudden they're a little bit more aware. I mean, once people actually hear it and they see it, they get it. They get it. I mean, unless you're a complete wackadoo, which there are some of those complete wackadoos out there. We, we get it. Yeah, you, 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 you are a wackadoo, right? But, but you, even you get it. Even you get it. You. So I'll put that on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Please like and follow it. Uh, again, you hear it on the radio, but it's really also about the, the facial expressions, the look of shock. and like, wow, really? I I didn't know this. And this is this goes back to the media. The media hides these things. They don't want people to know. The only stories that the media puts out about illegal immigration is how they're doing it for their family, how it's not fair where they live, how they're in danger where they live, how they just want to work and that's that and blah, 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 blah. I got, I am um, at uh well, we have friends, okay, with T-ball friends, everything. Anyway, I ran into a, a, one of our friends yesterday, and she said, you know, this caravan of illegals. I said, yeah. She said, it's really amazing to me. Why are you laughing? Good Oops. friends? Okay. Yeah. So she said, I didn't want to say where exactly I had this conversation. That's all. So she said, this caravan of illegals. I just, I just don't get it. This woman said she is bringing her, uh, she's coming to America because they can't make any money. So she's coming to America so she can send money back to Honduras. And and my friend, and she says, why is that okay? They're not coming here for America. They don't love America. They're just, I said, exactly. They come here just for the money. They don't want to be here. That's why they want to change it. That's why when we talk about the, the, the culture being changed, immigrants used to come here because they wanted to become American. They wanted to put down roots and they wanted to be in America and they believed in everything we do. 
These people are using us for the money. They suck it out of our economy and they send it back and it's never to be seen again. And they keep wages down and they rely on government benefits, even though they're not entitled to them. It's a it's great. You just heard the facts. So they're reliant on these, these government benefits and these programs that we have to pay for. And the cycle gets worse and worse and worse every single year. And we finally said we had enough. If P, what person, even if you're an open borders nutjob, maybe there you are and there's no sense. But if you say, how does it, how is it okay that someone comes here? They don't love America. They're not saying, we, God bless America. I want to be an American. I love it. I love it. They just want to send money back to their family back home. That's a bunch of crap. That's garbage. Everybody should be against that. And I think most people are. And that's why Trump's approval keeps on going up and up and up. Because he's the one that's calling this stuff out. Yesterday, I mean, we could play a lot of sound bites from what he did yesterday when he was on that panel. And he's talking about, you know, we're the only country in the world where if you have a baby in the country, all of a sudden you're a citizen. They come here to ba- why, why is that okay? And oh, well, a president shouldn't talk like that. I mean, oh, you just can't say those things. Why not? You know what? He's not your normal fake BS PC president. And that's why he was elected. We're sick of that. We'll probably get that after he's done with his second term. You know, we probably will. Because there's not many that have the guts to say these things and can take the bullets like him. Anyway, there's that. I just had to get that off my chest. Uh, I'll put that on my Facebook page. You can watch it. You can share it. It's all there. 652. Uh, coming back at about 5. I'll get into this for a little bit. You know, these Moms Demand Action. Remember that group? Granted, what a horrible name. Moms Demand Action sounds like a dirty website. <laughs> yeah, it does. You know? But it's, it's the group of women that uh, is formed after the Gabby Gifford shooting and the Sandy Hook shooting. Uh, and it's uh, Michael Bloomberg's group. Up, not we demand action for guns. Well, they should be all peaceful and stuff, right? Well, one mom's demand action lady uh, started yelling and cursing at a teenager. Do you know why? We'll get that to you. And it's 710 again, the uh, math teacher at Flowing Wells High that decided to teach about his transgenderism instead of math. We have the audio. You'll hear it. It's KNST AM 792, Sun's most stimulating talk. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word BANK to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's BANK to 200-200. Hello, what's up? 706 on this Friday. April 6th, it is your morning ritual. It's what you do. Garrett Lewis, KNST AM790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, jobs report. Labor Department says only 103,000 jobs added in March. Revised February up to 340, what, 46,000, 326,000? A lot. They revised uh, 326,000. A couple days ago, ADP said we added 240 plus thousand jobs in, in March. So who knows? That's what we have. Second thing. That I think you need to know. China. China very upset. Late last night, Trump had his, uh, he told his U.S. trade representative, you know what, maybe we should drop, let's drop another $100 billion in tariffs against China. Let's do that. China, oh, they get nervous. They said, we feel America is very uh, arrogant. We will immediately fight back with a major response. Oh, boy. Again, you're stealing our crap, dude. We know it. If they release the list of $100 billion in tariffs, China is prepared and will not hesitate. That's from a Chinese official. Mm-hmm. We shall see. We shall see. Again, you need our money. Third thing I think you need to know, 
Crime is bad here in Tucson. So, uh, Chief Magnus, I guess the heat is on. They're fi- he's finally addressing this. People are like, yeah, no wonder there's a lot of crime, and it takes forever to get police out here because there aren't any police anymore. We're so low. So now he's talking to groups, and there was a, a community, a neighborhood, wanted to meet with him, and he did. They had a property crimes forum, and instead of saying, I'm working really hard to hire as many as I can, everything else, like, you guys got to do some stuff for yourself. You should, you should be neighborhood watch. And we're going to hire some more uh, non-police officer officers, some CSOs. CSOs. They can't arrest anybody or anything like that, but they can take reports. How is that going to stop crime? Yeah, we'll get to that uh, probably later this hour. Uh, get to some sound bites from Chief Magnus on that and that story. Three things I think you need to know. So anyway, uh, I, got this, uh, I got this message a couple days ago. Uh, a very concerned parent sent me pictures, sent me an audio clip of his child's math class. Said, uh, my child goes to Flowing Wells High School. Are you familiar with that? Flowing Wells School District. Said the child is taking math in 11th grade. All right, taking math in 11th grade. And what's incredible about this is that instead of learning math, the teacher apparently is transgender which i could care you know i just it's it listen it's weird to see a dude that looks like a dude wearing a skirt and say that i'm a woman but whatever yeah it does, i mean i know the kids are you know they're kids they're kids but they're high school but whatever unless you're scottish then it's kiln they, they, then it's a kilt kilt sorry. kilt a kiln yeah, is kiln. what you <laughs> put your pots in exactly sorry. uh so yeah, kiln it's friday so this uh this guy this dad sends me uh pictures of the teacher because his child took pictures of what the teacher was wearing and what was being taught that particular day. Now this, I guess I see, I'm not, I'm not up on all of this stuff, just some of it, but apparently the, uh, I guess March 31st was a big day in the transgender community because this, this, the, this dad's child took pictures of what was being taught. And on the board, there's like a projector, there's a whiteboard, and on it, there's a projection, and it says, Transgender Day of Visibility. March 31st, 2018, hashtag trans, if I could read it correctly, trans thriving. Is this appropriate at schools? Should this be taught? This is a math class, right? So that, the, his uh, child took pictures of that. His child then took pictures of the transgender teacher. Trans- it's a man wearing a skirt and flats. And it kind of looks like that. I don't know if there's facial hair. I don't, it's hard to tell. Long hair, but it's clearly a dude. Even though he says he's a, he's a woman. Um, I'm, I guess there are laws that you can't stop somebody from doing this or, you know, dressing, whatever, whatever. So anyway, I called Flowing Wells School District a couple days ago. Introduced myself, said I'd like to talk to someone about this. I'm getting a complaint from a parent. I have pictures. I have audio. We'll get the audio in just a second. Uh, there is, a, there is a, a math class that apparently math was not taught. Instead, what was taught is uh, transgenderism. 
I'd like to uh, talk to someone about this. And the person's like, oh, hang on. And about a minute later, came back, um, people are busy right now, but if I get your name and number, people, you know, I'll have someone call you back. I said, can they call me back today? Oh, you, we'll, we'll try our best. Gave my name, gave my cell phone number. Did not get a call back on Wednesday. Did not get a call back yesterday. So to me, and listen, again, I, I asked for the principal of Flowing Wells High School or anybody that could talk about this. Nothing. So to me, I mean, they got the message. I'm assuming they got the message and they're kind of like, God, I hope this goes away. I'm going to ignore it till it goes away. So I just want you to know, I tried calling the school and the, and Flowing Wells High School didn't call me back. And if, you, if you're listening, and I know you are, you, you can call, you have my cell phone, you can call into the show, whatever you want. Anyway. So apparently this, uh, this child's teacher, because I asked for more information, I was talking to the father, um, and this is not an attack on anybody, it's just, it's just not appropriate. It's just not appropriate. So apparently the teacher goes by the name M.X. Epstein. Well, how could you say the name, Gary? What do you want to... The guy has no problem telling the students in math class why it's, you know, about transgenderism and how they need to accept it and things like that instead of just teaching math. So what the hell's the difference, right? And not, I'm not against the guy. Do whatever you are, you are. I don't care. I can't change you. I don't want to change you. So anyway, apparently MX is like, is like Mr. for trans. So it's Mix. It's Mix Epstein. They have to, the kids have to call, I guess, the guy Mix Epstein. MX. So I have the pictures and we have some audio. I want you to hear, and it's not anything like bad where he's like saying you have to be transgender, but it's just, again, not appropriate. When you go to, when you send your kids to school, are they supposed to learn, you know, math, science, English, social studies, history, whatever you want to call it. This is what, uh, what was happening in the 11th grade math class. Instead of being taught math, I mean, did the dude go rogue? This is, I had questions for flowing hills. Uh, flowing wells high school and the principal i'll i'll get to those questions just a second i want you to hear what this transgender math teacher was telling his students instead of teaching math here we go so i don't want kind of what i had to go through all of those years as a young person to be something that you have to go through because there's no shame in any of this not something new and so i just want to encourage everyone in here to one to be yourself even if it's hard I have been verbally abused, I have been physically attacked, I have been whatever, whatever. It's all happened, so it's not the easiest thing. But only through being yourself and being visible are things going to change. And I feel very optimistic about what the future holds. So um, just want you uh, both to be aware of that and just be kind of encouraging to others. Uh, that's why I go by mix. It's a gender neutral term. Mix. It doesn't denote one gender or the other. Um, Pronouns, uh, pronouns, so pronouns, they, them, there. Is there someone that you don't know what gender they are or what pronouns they prefer? You can refer to them as they or them. That way that you don't have to gender them. It can be really hurtful for someone who is a woman to be called a he. And I know that's not something that you probably experience in your everyday life. Wow. People don't do that to you. But it's a reality for a lot of people. So. 
want you to be conscious. If there's someone that you want to know what pronoun they prefer, it is fine and private to ask them, hey, which pronoun would you like me to use for you? So there you go. That's just a portion of it. Minute 25. Went by quickly, didn't it? So, I mean, I had questions for the flowing hell, uh, flowing wells principle. Was this part of the curriculum? Did this math teacher, Mix Epstein, have the authority to teach about transgenderism when it was math class? Um, will other teachers be able to teach about things? I mean, so now that Mix Epstein was able to tell his students about transgenderism and they should accept things and they should, uh, you know, don't call a woman a he and don't do this and it's okay and blah, blah, blah. Um, will it be okay for a teacher to talk about why abortion is bad? Why guns are good and gun control is stupid? Why lowering taxes is the right thing to do? Why Trump is great? Are they allowed to do this? It's outrageous, isn't it? 880-KNST, 880-5678. This is math class. Math class. And what is the deal with these teachers or professors or anybody else, whether it's high school, middle school, college, where they feel like they need an outlet? Instead of doing their job and teaching, they feel that they have to tell students their opinion on everything as if the students want to know it need to know it and they need to influence or something like that what is the deal about that right you're supposed to teach math why do you feel it's necessary to teach these 11th graders about transgenderism it's just not appropriate just like it wouldn't be appropriate for him to be like so i went out with my wife last night and and that's not appropriate either So Flowing Wells School District, they have some answering to do about this. That's what I think, at least. Why did this happen? How did this happen? Are you aware that this happened? Right? The principal's name is Jim Brunkant. Brunenkant. Jim Brunenkant. And I never got a call back from this guy. I never got anything back from this guy. Uh, I never got anything back from anybody from Flowing Wells High School. And it's disappointing. Have your kids ever, I mean, I think we need to talk about this. Have your kids ever uh, been taught this, you know, gone to school and been taught something totally, totally different? Nothing to do with the subject at hand. Been indoctrinated in that aspect. What if a student would have stand up and go, you know what? I think it's weird. And I'm here to learn math. Why are you telling me this? I have more to say. 880-KNST, 880-5678. People are calling and asking you that, Ryan. Yeah. Is this being taught in all math classes across the board in Flowing Wells? It's a great question. But you see, nobody at Flowing Wells High School called me back. I gave them a day and a half. What else do they have to do? I gave them a day and a half. You can hit me up on Twitter at Garrett Lewis, Garrett at KNST.com. Funny, I just got a uh, another text from a buddy of mine. And this is why no one understands trade surpluses. Hashtag teach math. <laughs> <laughs> or a trigonometry. Yeah, that too. So this is this is pretty this is pretty bad. I have more that I want to get to, more that I want to talk about. Uh, because this is what I have to look forward to as my child goes into kindergarten. Oh man. 
Again, I'm never one, never one to be like, listen, my name is so-and-so. This is what I do for a, a living. And like you throw it out there, like, don't you know who I am? I never I I kind of want to throw that out there at meet the meet the teacher night. Just in case you want to go a little bit crazy. My kid comes home and tells me some stuff. It's gonna be on the radio the next day. Just give you a warning. Keep it real. I again I bet it's not in me to do that stuff. I mean, I have an ego, don't get me wrong, but I'm not why are you looking at me that way? No, go go ahead. But I'm not I'm not I'm I'm one of those I laugh at people that you do the whole crap, don't you know who I am? And that's not it. I just want to make sure that my kid gets a fair education. That's all I care about. And so if it takes the power of this job to make sure the teacher doesn't go rogue and start telling my kid that, uh, you know, transgenderism, uh, teaching, I don't, go do your thing in your life. You're supposed to teach freaking math, dude. That's it. You know what? People can accept you if they want. They cannot accept you if they don't want to. I'm not transgender. I'm a straight white dude. I'm a straight white Jewish dude. And you know what? There are people that don't accept me. And you know what? That's okay. I don't care whether they don't accept me for my political views, my outspokenness, the fact that I'm white, that I'm straight, that I'm... I don't care. I don't know. Whatever. I can't force people to like me, and I don't want them to. If you don't like me, I don't give a crap. So transgender guy, if people don't accept you for what you are, you shouldn't give a crap. Move. You choose to live this way. You can't force people to change. Anyway, we'll continue in five. Don't go anywhere. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AIM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. 728, thank you for hanging out. Garrett Lewis with you here on KNST, AIM 790. It's going to be sunny and uh, and hot today. Probably looking at, uh, at about 90, uh, 91, somewhere around there. It's going to be the same thing uh, for tomorrow and Sunday approximately. Whether it's 88, 90, 91, does it matter? 61 out now. Uh, enjoy. 880-KNST, 880-5678. I will get to you in, in just a couple of minutes, but I'm getting some great comments, too, on, on Facebook and on uh, <laughs> texts and tweet, all kinds of stuff. Um, just think about this for a second, okay? Uh, at a time, and you heard in, the, in our newscast, teachers here in Arizona are gearing up for a strike because they say they're paid very low. After you hear this teacher at Flowing Wells High School, right here in Tucson, Flowing Wells School District, Eleventh uh, grade teacher after uh, after not teaching math, right? He's not teaching math. He's teaching about being transgender to the students because he himself is transgender because he thinks it's appropriate and it's a platform. Do you think this guy and teachers deserve a raise? And I know what teachers are going to say. Don't lump me in with this person. I get it, but listen, it's a teacher. When we hear about these teachers just just deciding to use their forum in their classroom as like their own sounding board. You deserve a raise? Why do you deserve a raise? You don't deserve a raise after crap like that. 20%? I got a, I got a, a comment about that from some guy, and they think they deserve 20% raises. You know, this is just not good. And you know what? I, here's the thing. If I were you, I would call Flowing Wells High School. I would call Flowing Wells High School and demand answers from the principal. I would demand answers from the superintendent of Flowing Wells Schools. I would do all of that. Again, the principal's name is Jim Brunenkant. Jim Brunenkant. And there's more information, by the way. I thought the guy, the teacher, and he could say he's a woman all that he wants. I thought he had a beard. I showed you the pictures, right, Ryan? 
I'm, I, I don't think I want to put the pictures out there. Right? Oh, you didn't see the pictures? I thought I should have. Anyway, it's hard to tell. It's, it, you know, you can tell the dude is a, um, you can tell, you tell it's a, it's a guy and he's wearing a skirt. And this parent told me uh, that on, on parent teacher night, he met the teacher and he had a beard and he was wearing khakis. He still has the beard, but he's wearing women's clothes now. He's wearing the skirt. He's doing that stuff. It's just not appropriate, right? It's it to me again. It's just not. And uh, and I don't. I don't. Why is this? Is is he not teaching well enough? Because uh, then get get this. You want the cherry on top. So. Uh, the student that took the video, the student that took the pictures and had to sit through a lesson on transgender stuff. And by the way, I don't know how often they do this. Was it just the one day, March 31st, trans day, whatever the hell it was? Uh, the parent told me that his child is failing the math class. Failing the math class. And instead of helping the child, I guess, learn better, get better grades, whatever it might be, the teacher is teaching about transgender stuff. You could comment. I'll get to it coming up. 880-KNST, 880-5678. I'm putting some on my Facebook page about it. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. You can comment there as well. And you could tweet me at Garrett Lewis. Email me, Garrett at KNST.com. It's all coming up right now on KNST. Here's the latest from Fox. If you push his button, he'll push yours. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. 740, I guess we can add these this story to one of the three things, right? It's kind of a big deal, right? It's a local story in that aspect. Well, we'll see. I'll make my mind up in a second. Three things I think you need to know on this Friday. Uh, number one, Labor Department says just 103,000 jobs added in the month of March, which differs from ADP saying there was uh, over 240,000 jobs added. But then the Labor Department revised upward by a decent amount February. February, they said 326,000 jobs were added. So who knows what the heck is going on? Second thing that I think you need to know is that the Trumpster has said, China, you know what, China? Maybe we should have an extra $100 billion in tariffs on goods to China. And it, that was late last night, and China responded by saying, you Americans are arrogant. Excuse me? You don't want to go there. You Americans are arrogant, and you know what? We'll respond back with force. But as a friend of mine texted me, you can't win a trade war, China, when you have a surplus against us. You need our money. Third thing I think you need to know is that uh, there was a community policing forum. Well, I guess a property crimes forum. There's so much crime going on and so little help by police because they're so understaffed that Chief Magnus actually met with them. We'll do this probably in the next hour. And uh, he was very happy that people had showed up. And he basically told them, look. You're going to have to start doing more for yourself. Neighborhood watch, community policing. We're going to hire more non-police officers, the CSOs. They don't prevent crime. They take reports. Oh, Magnus. Three things I think you need to know. All right, 880-KNST, 880-5678. If you'd like to comment about this whole flowing well situation, and if you're just tuning in again, I was tipped off by this by a concerned parent said his child takes 11th grade math. And on March 31st, the child's math teacher, who's transgender, started all of a sudden teaching about transgenderism and lecturing them about why they should accept it. And it's okay. And you know what's funny is that there'll be people that, listen, you see, you're full of hate. You're not accepting it. No, 
I'm saying it's not appropriate. It's not appropriate. I don't give a crap what you do in your private life. You're there. You get paid to teach math. Like, that's the thing. You get paid. Your job is to teach math. Your job is not to tell the, the, the kids because you want to indoctrinate them. That's the whole thing is that this teacher who's transgender is using his forum where he's got he's an authority figure and the kids are too, you know, listen, they're not going to, these are 11th grade, uh, you know, kids. They're not going to step up and tell the teacher to shut up and teach math. He's an authority figure. And they have to sit there and get indoctrinated as to why they have to believe what he believes and accept what he accepts. Why do you have to like it to begin with? You, you don't. You don't have to like it. You don't have to dislike but it. But then you're called, you're full of hate. And no, that, I don't that's the thing. have no, to like it. I don't have to like it. I don't. I don't like you know, felt the fish. It's gross. You son of a bee. I've tried it. I'm with you. Actually, I'm with you. I've refused to eat that crap yeah. also. Ever tell you, so we, we actually had my wife uh, when we were dating, took her to my parents' house for uh Rosh Hashanah dinner, uh-huh. and I had my my mom put gefilte the, fish down there. I'm like, let's watch, see what she does. Oh man, you're so bad. It was really bad. I didn't eat it. I'm surprised you're not single. It was before After you were that. married. I know it was close. It, because she realized, you know, yeah. she married. And she's like, I can't get any better than this. Anyway, <laughs> so uh, I think this is absolutely ridiculous. This is ridiculous. And again, I think you should flood the phone lines of flowing wells. But apparently there's a track record here. I got it. Before I get to your calls at 880-KNST, 880-5678, I got, uh, I got some emails. I got some messages about this. Um, I got this one from a woman, a woman named Kristen. Garrett, I'm a mom and my daughter graduated from Flowing Wells a few years ago. We're an agricultural family who live, uh, lives closer to Kitten Peak than to Tucson, but kids are bust into Flowing Wells. My child was verbally called out during class by a teacher for being too conservative. That was a flowing wells, right? The sad reality is that many schools, not all, but certainly public schools, think it's okay to have their teachers pass on their personal and political views to your kids. It's not okay. If we're going to allow this behavior to continue, let's allow teachers to discuss the Bible then, right? And that's, that's my point also, right? My world, that's, that's what I think too. Hang on, let's go to uh, Paul. Paul, thanks for waiting. Welcome to KNST. Paul? He's in the ocean. Paul. Hi, is this Garrett? Yeah, it's Garrett. Hey, Paul, how hey. you doing? Yeah, sorry, I didn't hear you well. Yeah, I was just wondering if I was a teacher at Flowing Wells, yeah, would I be able to express an opposing view and say the appropriate pronoun for this Epstein person would be the word it? it well, he'd actually, well, what does he say? They? He, what do you say in that thing? They, you know, he, you can't say, but they maybe. Them. You're right. But why can't he just call him a he, right? Yeah, and then would I be able to explain to students that, you know, self-mutilation is not normal? You know what? They'd probably say you're just not accepting and you need to leave. But that's the whole point is that well, they want to they be accepting. Well, yeah, I, I agree with your point. Yeah. Society is willing to tolerate yeah. a lot of things that these people should not expect us or expect to be able to force us to accept them. Exactly. You know, you don't have to like me, and it doesn't mean I hate you. It doesn't mean that at all. Um, you know, I, there, there's certain food that I like and certain food that I don't like. I don't hate it. I don't, uh, it's just, it's just, you know what I, we, we get, it. it's so sad. We have to explain this crap. It's like, we're free to like what we like and not, we don't have to like everybody. There are people that don't like me. It's okay. You know, it's all right. right. Well, yeah. society, you know, society used to persecute and prosecute gays for fornication. We don't do that anymore. We're willing to tolerate them, but they want to force us. 
to accept them and accommodate their behavior. And, and again, I don't think we have to go that far. No, of course. No, here's the thing. If this guy, look, he can be transgender all he wants. I don't care. I don't know if you care or not. But if he's like a really good math teacher, that's what counts because his job is being a math teacher, right? Right. There you go. Thank well, you, Paul. I don't, and I don't hate him as a person, but I don't have to accept his behavior. Exactly. You know, and you know what? He could say, that's fine. I don't hate you either, but I don't have to accept the fact that you don't accept me, and that's fine. Well, here's, right. let, me, let me ask you a question. If he was a great math teacher, but he was transgender, came to school in a skirt and a beard every day at high school, would that be okay with you or no? Um, well, I, it's tough to accept the clothing because, again, he's he's forcing us and indoctrinate the eating the kids to accept, you know, even the, the weird mm. clothing, but that's that's not certainly as bad as as indoctrinating them on his philosophy at all. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate it, man. Have a good weekend. Thank you for calling and listening. I do appreciate it. 880-KNST, 880-5678. Uh, and that's the whole thing. And maybe that's, if he was a great teacher, would you accept it? Uh, I love this one. This sounds like an episode of South Park, only it's real. Yeah, I agree with that also. Um, and, and again, why? Why did why do teachers feel like they have the right to just say whatever they want to influence the kids? I mean, I don't want to get into the details, but Ryan was telling me it wasn't to this level. But I'll, I'll get to it. Kids, it. Well, well, your kids had to deal with certain things. Like, teachers all of a sudden had to deal, you know, they like just dished out their, personal, their problems. personal problems. Crying in the yes. class. That's just not appropriate. No, and it's like, what are you doing? Teach social studies yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. Leave your personal life. I'm, I'm sorry that it's hard. Yes. But you're there to do your job. I mean, that's the thing. We all have personal issues here, but nobody's going to come to to work and then start crying throughout the day. They wouldn't do that. They wouldn't do that. All right, fine, fine, fine. Charles, welcome to KNST. Hello. Hello, Garrett. Uh, there's a turn that I feel you need to... Be aware of if you're not already, hmm. and it's what all of these groups are going after. The um, homosexual lobby has done it before. Uh, this is the transgender group called Legislated Respect, hmm. and it's by darn it, we're going to require you to respect us by law, no matter what. You can't earn it otherwise. You may not deserve it otherwise. You might. You might not. In what? In what way? In what way? Like if you can't say you can't wear a skirt if you're a dude to to school. You got you. You know that's discriminatory. You can't say that. Like, what? What, what do you mean? What I mean is By law. that they will re- they will require you. Gay marriage is part of it. Um, all the other, you know, anti discrimination. They are going to legislate and require that you have to respect them, no matter how much they may differ from um, hmm. what you feel is. But that, know, that hasn't that hasn't whatever. happened yet. That you can't even use the word. Use the word normal and work. Oh, Wrong thing. You're right. And you're just cutting out of me. Thank you very much. Yeah, you know, call it cis. Don't call it normal. We have the South Park clip. Don't call it normal. You call it cis. Um, you know what? When I when I saw this and I knew what the reaction would kind of be, it reminded me of the, uh, remember the baker that wouldn't bake the cake for the gay wedding? Right. You know, I'll sell you a cake. I'll bake stuff. Nothing against you. It just goes against my religious beliefs and the government forced him to do it and they, they shut him down and the gay couple sued him. You know, it's probably, you know, there probably could not be a law to force the math teacher to teach math and not push his transgenderism, but he can get away with this with no problem. I, I kind of see what you're saying there. I kind of see what you're saying. 
Yeah. Okay. Hang on. You're forcing me to do all this. You know my stance. Hang on. Justin, welcome to KNST. Hello. You jumped to the front. Yeah, so uh, so this is what the teachers' unions are holding their sit-in for this week, right? So yeah. that their teachers can continue to behave like this, mm-hmm. so that their employees can continue to behave like this. I don't understand what they're what, – what, how, how does this further that, that, con- that continuous agenda of, uh, of that, that, that dole that they're looking to get from – um, increasing the the the, the, the teachers uh, the teachers pay. I know that our teachers need to get paid uh, well. And they need to get paid better. Um, obviously, the unions want to see a higher pay so that they can collect higher dues. Mm-hmm. But this this type of behavior definitely does not does not help their cause. No, and that's what I'm saying. They want a twenty percent raise for what? And that's why other teachers should get mad as hell at this guy. And and you know what's sad is that. I'll be the only one talking about this. You think any TV station or the newspaper is going to talk about this? Think they're going to report oh, this stuff? Hell no. Oh, certainly not. It'd be quite inconvenient. Yeah, ex- exactly. And it, but you know what? You're right. It's like, why do you guys think that you deserve a raise when you don't even do your actual job, which is to teach a subject? You know, for, so, for for a teacher to can to even think that such such behavior would even be for him to even think of it to be appropriate is abhorrent. Let alone the fact that he that he did it. it that just dem- continues to demonstrate. The, the, the direction that this, uh, that this employment group, that this employment demographic is continuing to push down the ideological path of our society. You're right. And listen, again, I called Flowing Wells, and I did not get a call back. So apparently they accept it. And I think people need to call Flowing Wells and demand to talk to the principal and find out what the hell is going on here. Because this is unacceptable, man. And it's not, there's no hatred going on. It's just do what you want to do with your own, on your own time, in your own life. But when you get paid to be there to be a math teacher, be a freaking math teacher and just shut up. That's it. Yeah, I'd 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 have been call, I'd I'd have been called into into my boss's office that afternoon if I had tried to pull some something like that exactly. at my at my appointment. Exactly, Justin. Man, great call, dude. Thank you very much. Take care, man. Have a good one. Uh, we'll get more of your reaction coming up. It's KNST. Your shot at one thousand dollars now. Text the word WIN to two hundred two hundred. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeart Radio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's WIN to two hundred two hundred. Yes, it's what we do. Hi, it's 8.07. It's Friday, April 6th. Garrett Lewis with you on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Oh, my getting reaction. I, w- I would venture to guess Flowing Wells' phones are ringing off the hook at this point, as they should be, to be honest with you. Anyway, three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, we have this. Wow, this is a this. Uh, oh no, 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 that's okay. Any, I'm just, I'm just looking at the news. I'm getting flashes in front of me. Not those kinds of flashes. I can help you with that. Stop it! Look stop it! it stop it! My God, I'm blind. Uh, we're at jobs not looking good. Hundred three thousand jobs added in March. That's what the Labor Department says. Despite a couple of days ago, ADP said there were two hundred forty one or two hundred forty six thousand jobs added. I don't get it. Anyway, Labor Department, maybe they're always wrong. They revised last month up up to three hundred twenty six thousand jobs. So good luck with that. Second thing I think you need to know, well, is this China. Apparently, China's getting nervous. Trump late last night said, you know what we, we need to do? Maybe we need to put uh, $100, billion more, $100 billion more in tariffs on China. And he ordered his trade representative to come up with $100 billion more in tariffs. And China is like, whoa, 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 whoa. You guys are arrogant. You Americans are arrogant. If you do anything, we'll fight back. 
uh, and as a friend uh, texted me at the beginning of the show, China can't win this trade war. They have a surplus with us. They can only get hurt. Yep. Listen, they're stealing stuff from us left and right and left and right. So somebody's got to do something. Third thing I think you need to know uh, is this. Property crime is so bad here in Tucson. And there's not enough officers to respond or anything like that. That Chief Magnus in Tucson held a forum where people showed up and he basically said, you guys got to start policing yourselves, neighborhood police, and we're going to hire some more non-police officers to do stuff, which is, you know what they do? They show up after the crime is committed and take down a report. How does that help? We'll get to that later on this hour. Three things I think you need to know. Now, again, what do you think? We'll get back and people wanted to talk, and, and they have been talking. I've been a bunch of comments uh, about this flowing well situation. If you're just tuning in, Ryan, let's play the audio one more time. Uh, again, I was contacted by a parent, a concerned dad, said his 11th grade child taking math class at Flowing Wells High School was not taught math on March 31st. In Ted, instead, his child's teacher, his math teacher, is in Ted. See, I'm, I'm just already slipping with the transgender stuff. Anyway, instead, uh, his child's math teacher is transgender and took apparently, I guess, I don't know, it was part of the lesson, all the lesson. Anyway, the teacher had a big slideshow, and, uh, and, and I showed it to, uh, to Ryan. Because the, the student, the 11th grade student, took pictures of the transgender teacher, and it was a dude with a beard and a skirt. And apparently, they, they, I guess on the whiteboard, you can, what you can do is you can project things onto it. It's the great thing. There's no more chalkboards. You realize there's no more chalkboards. So the projected onto the, the, the board, it said, Transgender Day of Visibility, March 31st, 2018, hashtag trans thriving. And the dude was not teaching math. The, the transgender guy was basically telling the students to be accepting and be, be yourself. Just teach math. Just shut up and teach math. It's like when you go to a concert. Just shut up and sing. You know, shut up and play basketball. Don't tell me how, to, how I should think politically. This is like stay in your lane. That's the whole point. Everybody is, is weaving in and out of lanes now, and it makes people mad. You know, I know when I go to an Italian restaurant, I don't want Chinese food. What would happen if all of a sudden the chef of the Italian restaurant's like, you know what, today I feel like cooking beef and broccoli. The owner would say, don't do it. And he would, no, I want to do it. You know what? You're fired. This is what we do. We serve Italian food. A math teacher says, you know what I feel like doing today? Talking about my transgender lifestyle. No, no. Teach math. Nope, nope. I want to teach my transgender lifestyle. See, in the real world, you get fired. In teaching life, you get away with it. And then you have sit-ins and strikes demanding a 20% pay increase. I called Flowing Well School District. I called, I asked for the principal. I even left my cell phone number, which I don't like to do a lot. And I never received a call back. Gave him a chance. Gave him a chance. Um, I have more, I'm getting more information, by the way, about Flowing Well Schools. If you had any issues with Flowing Well Schools, you could always call it 880-KNST. 8805678. You can hit me up on the email, Garrett at KNST.com. Uh, on Facebook, like and follow me on Facebook. You can send me messages. You can tweet me at Garrett Lewis. There's all kinds of ways to get in touch with me. So I want you to hear this teacher, um, this March 31st, just what, a week ago? Uh, teaching about Trans Thrive Day and stuff like that. This is what uh, it sounded like because the student recorded it. Here we go. So I don't want kind of what I had to go through all of those years as a young person to be something that you have to go through because there's no shame in any of this. It's not something new. And so I just want to encourage everyone in here to one, 
to be yourself, even if it's hard. I have been verbally abused. I have been physically attacked. I have been whatever, whatever. It's all happened. So it's not the easiest thing. But only through being yourself and being visible are things going to change. And I feel very optimistic about what the future holds. Mm. So um, just want you uh, both to be aware of that and just be kind of encouraging to others. Uh, that's why I go by mix. It's a gender neutral term. It doesn't mix. denote one gender or the other. Um, Pronouns. Uh, pronouns, so pronouns. pronouns, they, them, there. If there's someone that you don't know what gender they are or what pronouns they prefer, you can refer to them as they or them. Mm. That way that you don't have to gender them. It can be really hurtful for someone who is a woman to be called a he. And I know that's not something that you probably experience really in your everyday life. That people don't do that to you. But it's a reality for a lot of people, so... A lot of people? If there's someone that you want to know what pronoun they prefer, it is fine and private to ask them, in hey, private. which pronoun would you like me to use for you? It's fine in private. A lot of people. A lot of people. So he's influencing the kids. Thing. A lot of people do what he does. Dudes in skirts claiming to be a woman. With a beard. Well, there was the bearded lady. Well, there was. That's... That was fake news. Anyway, 880-KNST, 880-5678. That was at Flowing Wells High School a week ago. The math teacher. What the hell is going on? And I'm getting all kinds of reaction. It's unacceptable. I mean, it really is. And people are mad. Um, how duplicitous is he when he pushes his lifestyle and the kids but puts a normal face on for the parents? Because, again, the... The dad said at parent-teacher night, dude was wearing khakis and a shirt, and he had his beard, and now he goes to school apparently in a skirt and keeps the beard. So there's that. And, and again, this is, people are going to take this as you're not accepting of people of, of who they are, and you hate transgender, and you this, and you that, and you blah, blah, blah. blah. That has nothing to do with it. Again, if, if a teacher, I think it's out of line for a teacher to talk about how great Trump is from a personal perspective. Uh, I don't think they're supposed to do that stuff. Would I get a chuckle out of it? Of course I'd get a chuckle out of it. But no, they're not supposed to do that. In math class, guy's not supposed to talk about how great Trump is. He wants to talk about how tax the tax policy will create new jobs? Go ahead, teach that. That's not a problem. But to all of a sudden say that, uh, you, know, uh, you know, Trump is the greatest, and blah, 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 that's not your place. That is not your role. I mean, he basically was like, I'm going to influence these kids. I mean, he did it. He's kind of evil in that aspect. He knew what he was doing, this teacher. He, he wasn't just, I'm just trying to teach him. You're trying to indoctrinate them to believe what you think is right. And that's just not your freaking job, dude. And he goes by here, Mix, he goes by MXX Epstein. MX, they call him Mix Epstein. Because it's not Mr. because he's not really a guy because he's really a woman, even though he's a, he's a guy, he's a transgender. But you go by Mix, not Mrs., not Mr., Mix, MX, MX. MX. And I got this email. This is great. We all try to give teachers the benefit of the doubt, but my whole life experience tells me otherwise. In college, education education major was notoriously easy, and several friends I had majored in it to have good GPAs when applying for law school. After putting four kids through the education systems in Arizona, Texas, and Illinois, the poor, poor quality of teaching combined with the simplistic liberal mindset has left me with little goodwill towards teachers. 
So many years later, our kids have terrible performance compared to other Western countries, but we don't talk about that while we admire every socialist programs in these small, homogeneous countries our ancestors fled. I like the fact you make our mornings pensive and reflective. Good job, guys. See, I don't understand what you're saying, though, because I went through this public education system here in this country. Too many syllables. You're, you're pensive. He called you Mike Pence with an IV. Well, somebody called me magnanimous <laughs> earlier, and I'm like, don't call me that. Don't say that. I don't we, know you. We were educated in America. <clears throat> I came uh, from California. So they, that's, that's even, even worse. worse. Oh, my God. Yep. Holy smokes. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I have, oh, wait till you hear this one rant that this guy gave me. Mm-hmm. This poor guy. This poor guy gave me this huge rant. Hang on, before we do that, 880-KNST, 880-5678. Bob, welcome to KNST. Hello, Bob. How you doing? I've called in before that I'm one of those teachers that be, uh, would take a gun to school if they let me, and the whole thing. I've called in before. Sure. Yes, sir. I remember. Okay, yeah. You know what? This is deplorable. I, when I'm listening, I've got all these people dumping all the teachers into one bucket. This is an outlier. It's very few. It's garbage. Uh, I told your screener. Use a couple other letters and words, and mm-hmm. I wouldn't do them on the air. Thank you. <laughs> it, it, you know what? It, it's one of those things where he needs to be brought in. You teach your subject. If you're going to bring up something like this, now I teach social studies. I would put it into a current event and just let it go and let the kids go with it. Wouldn't sit one side or the other. Um, if I was going to do it that way, I mean, I even avoid these subjects, and I like to get the kids shaken up and thinking a little bit. Um, but this guy, this guy is way out of line, and it's like I said, it's an outlier. Uh, most teachers, they go in, you know, ninety-nine percent of them just do their job the best they possibly can. And after thirty plus years, that's where I am. Um, you know, let me ask you a question. This is the problem. You, in our minds, are a rarity because what happens if this happens in your school, and you go to the principal and say, "What the hell is this Epstein guy, or Epstein guy, doing teaching transgender stuff?" And pushing his lifestyle on the kids. What would happen to you if you wouldn't complain about that? Uh, you know, we brought up, I would take it to uh, the association, union, whatever you want to call it. Um, the administrator, yeah. If I teach your subject, this has been brought to my no, attention. No, but, but, but if you did, if you did, would you, like, if you went to the principal and said, what's he doing here? Would you be, would you be told to basically, listen, man, you got to accept it. You got to shut up. You got to accept it. That's just the way it is. Would that happen? Uh... You know, it's hard to tell. See, I would go and complain. It's like, just, you know, do your job. And No, I'm not going to be quiet about it. I've talked with teachers who are gay, lesbian, and they keep it to themselves, do your job, and that's it. It's left alone. Yeah, Yet, that, no, that's the thing. Absolutely they know. But, 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 but here again, here's the thing. Here's my point. Would you, I think you'd be condemned for it. I think if you went to your principal and said, I'd like to carry a firearm for protection for myself and my students and the staff, would would you go tell your principal that? Would you go tell the superintendent that? Or would, would you be scared they'd put you, they'd think of you differently and they'd be out for you? Uh, they might, but I'm at that point where I filed so many grievances against administrators that I really don't care anymore. It doesn't bother me. <laughs> I put it out there. I mean, I'm one of those, I'll take the grievance through arbitration. I'm not going to file it just to file something. Have you, um, okay, so you've, you've done all that. Has anything come back to bite you in the butt or no? I'm just curious. Uh, you know what? Most administrators duck for cover. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> to give you a little more respect and you say, you know what, I'm not going to, if I'm right, if I feel like I'm right, I'm going to take it all the way. And, um, you know, I belong to the association. I've mm. been up building representatives and I've done negotiations. I've done it all. And I have, 
irritated the hell out of administrators. And that's okay. They need, it needs to be shaken up and, and put out there. And Well, but, I, but the point is, is that, I mean, I run into teachers, and I guess you're a rarity, but I run into teachers all the time, Tucson School District, other school districts, and they say they can't say what their views are. They can't, you know, because they, they get emails. There are in, emails from teachers to teachers, administrators to teachers, bashing Trump, doing all this other stuff, blah, blah, blah. I mean, pr- we talked about it, principals uh, co- coming in the day after the election, wearing all black and crying. That I'm happened there, in a school district. I, 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 know, I, I know they're wusses, but, you know, you sit back and say that they're crying. They're, but th- these, t- these other teachers that show up at my beer club and they want to talk and vent, they're like, I can't say anything, though, because we will get destroyed. By our principal, administration, and other teachers. You know, they want to come after me. Well, let's go again. We'll go another grievance. If I'm, not, if I'm doing my job, mm-hmm. stay away from me. Okay. If, I'm, if I'm out of line, not doing my job, okay, let's have a discussion about it. Let's go, you know, and bring it up that way. Um, if I'm doing my job, though, if I'm not doing my job, bring it to my attention. What do I need to do to change? Okay. But my other views, oh, hell, everybody knows I voted for Trump. You know, it's out there. I got you. No, one, no one came after me. You put it out there. And that type of person will back down, whether it's administrator. And I know a lot of administrators who are very conservative. They just keep the, the school running, and they actually run the schools better. Yeah, and they you know that that's fine. But okay, so you're you're a rarity. Maybe these other teachers need to step up. Then I, I don't know. I got this. I got this message though. Uh, a comment, uh, Garrett. The teachers at Flowing Wells are heavily political in all classes. Uh, I mean, so apparently this is something that goes on at that school. And well, and, and let me ask you this: Do you think the union, the association? If somebody complained about this guy doing this, would the association tell this guy to not do what he's doing, or would they just, you know, accept it? You know, you accept it to the point of, okay, that's his choice, but he needs to be doing teaching a subject, not bringing it up. This is something you take the school board. You start doing it. You st- parents need to put pressure on the board, on the administrators, the top administration. Um, and what's sad is, Flowing Wells is a very good school district. Overall, with their test scores and everything, it's a very, very good school district, very consistent. So something like this is definitely—he's out of line. It's an outlier. Um, he's going to cause—he's going to cost the teachers money. I mean, this is going to get people to say, "Screw that! You're not getting a raise." Well, <laughs> you know, that's another issue. I mean, I'm one of those two that on the other end. Um, yeah, I would—I've been protested, but I'd probably be the first one to walk out and say, "Screw this too." You know, for other teachers and stuff in the future. Yeah. I mean, I have a daughter who's in her fifth year, and she's looking to go into administration. And she said, "Well, if they went on strike, what should I do?" I said, "You have to do what you want to do." That, that's the whole thing. You mm. do what you think is right and stick with it. You know, um, you're 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 a strong teacher, man. I don't think they're a lot like you. I know I've talked to a lot of teachers that are conservative, and they're afraid to say anything because they nah, think they're going to get uh, they're going to get railroaded, destroyed. It's just going to be a horrible place to work. You know, worse than it already is. All that stuff. I taught middle school for twenty five years. Nothing scares me. Dude, you need to be I this. Mean, he, you, he has ovaries. Yeah, you, know, you got a pair of ovaries. Martha would say yeah. you. You need to be a superintendent then and just clean up the whole friggin' mess. Is what you need, man. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm not political enough on the correct doesn't, side. Doesn't that suck? Doesn't that suck? <laughs> Obviously, doesn't that suck? No, um, I tried to be an administrator, and I, uh, I probably got blackballed a little bit, but that's okay. I did what I did because I thought it was right. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Listen, anyway. Man. I'm Thank in between you, schools, so I'm pulling in go, right go, now. Go, go, so go, go. Get- go, go, go. Go, 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 go. Thank you very much. I appreciate it, and I hope that, uh, I, I, you know, you seem like a guy that's doing really well for the kids. But you got to understand the frustrations of people now, man. They are frustrated, and I, I hear these stories all the time. We'll get more of your reaction coming up on KNST. Currently an elementary teacher, and this teacher raise issue is a whole other issue. And I just said, you know, 
you're a logical person usually, but just because Ooh. one cop goes rogue doesn't mean we go lambast all of all of the cops in the nation. No, that's a fair so point. Hang on a second. You, why are you willing to lambast all of the teachers who need a raise just because this one guy goes off rogue? Oh, well, okay, then it's a, it's a very valid point you raise. Now, here's the thing, though. You can't deny that this is the only guy that uses his classroom in political to make political statements. I mean, I've talked about this going on here in Tucson areas and Tucson schools, Sunnyside, Flowing Wells, you name it, uh, for a very long time where teachers, and you have to admit this as a teacher and your family members that are teachers, that sometimes they, there's more than one and there's more than a few. So yeah, that, you know, I don't disagree with that, but the other so that's problem the, point. the way you phrase it is you say it's a unified education system. Frankly, what we have is a, a confederacy of thousands of independent school districts, and these are issues that we as citizens need to be taken to our elected school board officials. That's where the root of the problem is. The reason why administrators sometimes are scared to, to speak up is because the school board won't back up. You know, I hear and, that. Hang on a second. I hear that, but the last caller said he had no problem ever filing grievances and nothing ever happened to him. He's teaching, he's teaching over 30 years. Yeah, but so, so again, I worked in school districts where that wasn't the point. I get, you can't, you can't. I guess like where I get confused, man. Hang on a second. This is where I get confused because you have, you know, I, I, there are teachers that come to me that teach in the Tucson school district, and they kind of, I see them every, uh, every beer club for men. They tell me all these nightmarish stories, and then if yeah. they say anything, they literally have administrators writing anti-Trump emails to each other and hand, you know, and sending them yeah. off. And you know, so my, my, again, my wife teaches in a public school district yes. here um, in the metro area, and that's not her experience or that of, of, of our friends who are also teachers. I think it's district to district, school to school. We need to stop. I gotcha, but the point is that people, you're saying task, you want taxpayers to pony up more money, and I think, sure, teachers are underpaid. Don't get me wrong, but people get, you have to acknowledge, people get pissed at all of these stories of indoctrination that we hear that happens day after day, week after week, and I think yeah, we have a right so, to be mad, man. So, I, again, I think that a lot of it is when it gets to you, it, it's amplified. It is not the majority experience of students or teachers. My kids have been in public school uh, for many years, mm. and we have not had a single instance and, and in more than one state. And we have not had a single instance of any of these indoctrination stories or liberal slanted curricula. And we're a pretty conservative family. Sure. And if we would have been, you know, offended and, and, and had these said, you know, our, our religious beliefs offended or our, our uh, traditional values offended, I would have been the first at that school board meeting wherever I was located. It just hasn't happened. I got you. And, and listen, listen, I'm not saying, I'm not saying yeah. it's a one-size-fits-all thing, but, you know, and, and of course, there are some very, very good teachers. Don't get me wrong on that, but people also have a problem that 90, over 90% of the donations from teachers and teachers' unions go to the Democrat Party, and they go, geez, you're going to keep on... Hang on, hang on, hang on, you're going to keep on... Here in Tucson, only uh, less than a third of our teachers actually um, belong to any sort of organized union whatsoever. Mm. Uh, so I, w- I would, you know... They give the, the teachers days off on election day to go do recruiting and stuff like that, for God's sake. Yeah, so, well, again, you know, that is an issue for your local board. If you're pissed I off know. and off about that, you need to speak at your board and but, elect but you have, board. I got gotcha, you, but on. you have to understand, and I, I get you, but you have to understand, people see that stuff, and that's a reality, and they go... They're going to keep throwing in my face. I don't want to give them another freaking dime. And I'm not that's saying because, they. I'm just saying well, that's, that's true. That's because, you know, okay, so here you go. It's because it's oh, easier for people. Yeah, well, it's because it's easier for people to react that way than actually get involved oh. in their local government and get a handle on what's maybe, going maybe on. So. Maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe maybe so. I got you on that. But uh, uh, and listen, thank you very much for the phone call. And I know you're mad. I get it. You don't want to lump everybody. Not every teacher's like this transgender dude from Flowing Wells. I get it. I get it. 
But people see that. And when you rely on the taxpayers for a paycheck, man, people want freaking results, just like people want results in real businesses. Again, in a real business, some guy walks in in a skirt doing this stuff, and they say, hey, get in here. You know what? You can't do that. And if you do it again, you're gone. That's just... Well, then they get sued. You can't sue. It's uh, what a what a freaking mess. That's fine. I get it. Not every teacher is this way. But I keep getting more nightmare stories about this. And you know what? Uh, what am I supposed to think when the school district won't even call me back? The principal won't even call me back and talk about it or say anything. What do you want me to do? That, that's the principal. That's the principal. Well, then you know what? The teachers need to say, hey, principal, do your freaking job. We'll have more coming up. Here's Fox. Boom. Yeah, hello. 844, a little bit behind, but we had some really good calls, and I can't thank you enough for that. Garrett Lewis with you on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need uh, to know. Number one, number one, jobs report. Just 103,000 jobs added in March, according to the Labor Department. Uh, However, a couple days ago, ADP said there were 241,000 or 246,000 jobs added. Labor Department, they could be wrong. They revised upward Februarys to 326,000, so we'll see. Second thing that I think you need to know, the Trumpster has said, China, maybe we need an extra $100 billion in tariffs on China. And China's getting all mad. You Americans are very arrogant. Well, you know what? You need our money. You've been screwing us over for a long time. You steal our property. Whatever. I mean, we, they, I told you last week, the Communist Party put out one of their platforms is to steal more of our technology, our science and technology. They said they want to do that. That's their goal. So China said, we will respond. Yeah, what are you going to do? You need us to buy stuff from you. Third thing, I think you need to know, and we'll get into this probably at 910 this morning. Uh, Chief Magnus uh, took part in a property crimes forum where he basically told people, you got to start looking out for yourselves and stuff. But keep paying your taxes, right? Yeah, you're getting a great return on investment on that one. Uh, they don't have enough police officers. And he said, we're going to hire people that are police officers, but they, they're CSOs. They're community. Yes, community service officers. And uh, they'll take reports and stuff. Yeah, they, that, that'll be great. We'll get to that coming up. Three things I think you need to know, right? So you have that. Hmm. Uh, if you want any more comments, you can. 880-KNST, 880-5678. I wonder if the uh, Flowing Wells people will call me back now. Right? I doubt it. And again, yeah. you won't see this anywhere else. Because, well, first off, nobody else had it, in fairness. Right? I got this, though. Look at this. Okay. Um, uh, I got the Desert View High School. Desert View High School. I got a message sent to me about this. Apparently, there's a... Uh, there's some kind of a a play or a show called Bang Bang You're Dead. Free showing uh, at the Pima Community College Center of the Arts West Campus. It'll be followed by a community discussion, April 5th and 6th, yesterday and tonight, right? Brought to you by the Desert View High School Troop 4478, I believe. Okay, so you have that. And uh, they wrote, I encourage everyone to go see this. Uh, Desert View High School. They put this out there. Um, So honest and transcending. We all need to take a look at our gun issue and realize the facts. I was amazed at how profound and informative this show was. was I think there was a story done about this on Tucson News Now. Go support the Desert View High School drama troupe. Is that a troupe? Troupe? T-R-O-U-P? I don't know. Sounds like troupe. Yeah, whatever. But also go with family and friends, spread the word, 
So people are rather, so Desert View, they are pushing um, well, gun control in the schools and everything else. And okay. So that, look, it's not insane. It, this, this kind of stuff is not new, man. It's happening. And for that guy to call up and be like, you know, that's just one, he's an anom- anomaly. I, I get it. I get it. You know, you're mad. You're a teacher. You do a good job and you're frustrated. Not everybody does this. And, but there are teachers and I keep getting story after story. And I'm not saying every teacher does this. But for goodness sakes, again, we are the ones that pay the bills. And I get it. Nobody's forcing you to be a teacher. Nobody's forcing you to do that. But there are some teachers that use their... Um, oh. But there are some teachers that use their power as a teacher to push their, their personal thoughts. Right here's a message I just got on my Facebook because I have it on Facebook too. And you can comment there, and people are commenting like crazy. Uh, my daughter-in-law is a math teacher at Flowing Walls High School, and an excellent one. She says her and her colleagues are intimidated and feel bullied by that guy or whatever that wants to be called Nix. They can't have any opinion whatsoever. You have to just. It's my way or the highway. Don't you love that? The ones that you need to be inclusive, like like that transgender teacher. You need to be inclusive, right? You need to be inclusive. You need to uh, you need to we, we need to be tolerant and everything else. But if you disagree with me, I'm not tolerant of your views. I won't be inclusive of your thoughts because I don't like your thoughts. That's what he says or she or whatever he is. Zuh, mix, whatever. That's just the way it is. All right. We have we have a lot. It's true. We have so much more to get to in the prep, but you got the gist of it. Uh, Eight fifty. We'll do the uh, the Chief Magnus stuff. Another winner coming up at uh, at nine ten. Then we got to get to the media again, being dead wrong about they're they're going crazy about Trump too. Trump. Oh, Trump said it again. Rapists. Mexico sending over rapists, and it's just not true. And he's lying again. And he went off script. He threw his papers in the air. That's what he did yesterday. He said, "I don't want to read this script. This is boring." And, uh, of course, the media is wrong, and Trump is right, and I have proof. We'll get to that coming up. 8.50, Morning Ritual, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 8.56, Garrett Lewis with you here on KNST, AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Sunny High 89 today. Oh, it started. I got copied on an email to uh, the principal. Copied an email to the principal of Flowing Wells. Um, Mr. Brunenkant. It has surfaced that you as the Flowing Wells, uh, oh, and also Baker, the superintendent. So both these guys, you as the superintendent have staff using their platform as an authority figure, a.k.a. teacher, to push their personal agendas, specifically of a teacher at Flowing Wells High School teaching transgenderism in a math class rather than the scheduled curriculum. There has been no significant response from the principal or the staff at the school regarding this highly inappropriate behavior. This is abhorrent. Our children attend school to attain academic success in preparation. For the future, not to be indoctrinated by your staff's personal and political beliefs. Uh, This Epstein individual apparently believes uh, it is being paid to lecture young, impressionable students as to why they should accept its personal life choices. It used for a lack of suitable pronoun. Shouldn't your teacher be ensuring its students are successful in their academic careers? Oh, by the way, some of Epstein's students are failing. Maybe should focus on performance rather than forcing his sexual orientation down the students' throats. The news of your staff's ineptitude to provide a sound learning environment is currently spreading like a wildfire in Gale, in Gale Force winds, not among only not only among parents, but within the greater Tucson business sector. Oof. Please address this. Oof. 
Signed, a very concerned parent. That's a good email. We'll talk about uh, more reaction to this, but also Magnus basically telling people you need to police yourselves. Coming up in about 10 right here on KNST. All right, Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings for many reasons. Marlene from Ohio writes, Blinds.com is by far the most customer-friendly company. The blinds were simple to install, they look beautiful, and the quality is excellent. I highly recommend it. Just go to Blinds.com to find the perfect blind shade, shutters, and drapes. And now through April the 22nd, you get a guaranteed 20% off when you go to Blinds.com slash Hannity. That's Blinds.com slash Hannity. Rules restrictions apply. Hi, this is Mark Meckler for the Convention of States Project. Remember the President's inaugural speech when he said, Today we're not merely transferring power from one administration to another or from one party to another, but we're transferring power back to the American people? Well, he meant it, but he needs our help. So join me and my friends Senator Tom Coburn and Senator Jim DeMinn and 3.2 million supporters to drain the swamp by calling a Convention of States. Sign the petition today at conventionofstates.com. Your shot at $1,000 now. Text the word money to 200-200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and message rates apply. That's money to 200-200. Hey, hi. It's 906. It's Garrett Lewis. Wait, wait. Say that first part again. Don't worry about it. It's Garrett Lewis. Your morning ritual on KNST AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. <laughs> Stop laughing and stuff. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Uh, there are three things I think you need to know. Nobody knows why there were only 103,000 jobs added in the month of March, according to the Labor Department, despite the fact ADP said there were 240-plus thousand jobs. Um, and then I, I, interesting people, was, was it the trade war thing? Was it this? Was it, really? Are we getting close to full employment? Hmm. Anyway, that's the latest because unemployment stayed the same. But we know that's a scam too. Second thing that I think you need to know, China, uh, very upset, very upset. Because the Trumpster late last night said, eh, maybe we need an extra $100 billion in tariffs. You know what? Draw that up. Let's let's figure that one out. Maybe we need to do more to, to China. He's really sticking it to him, which is fantastic, I think. And China said, you Americans are arrogant. They go right to the personal attack. They're actually stealing from us. They've been stealing from us. They've been using us. We've had weak, feckless people. Bill Clinton gave away, well, Bill Clinton got a big donation to his, uh, his presidential library when uh, technology companies said, listen, we're pretty much tapped down. We have a whole new market that we could sell our satellite stuff to, uh, to China. I don't know. They give a big donation to the Clinton library. All of a sudden, boom, China has our satellite technology. I mean, it's just, a, and Trump's saying this is stupid. Enough is enough. So anyway, China is very, very upset. And uh, again, as a, a, a smart friend of mine told me and texted me this morning, China can't win a trade war when we actually, uh, well, they have a surplus on us. It's only going to get worse for them. Third thing, I think you need to know, we're going to get to this in just a second, uh, Police Chief Chris Magnus. Police Chief Chris Magnus uh, held a property crimes forum. I wonder, is it because we talked a lot about all the things that are happening maybe on this show? To what's happening in Tucson, creating some heat. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, but anyway, people were mad, and they're like, you know, enough is enough. We have all these crimes going on. What can we do? And he basically said, you need to kind of look out for yourselves in a, in a certain aspect. Yep, yep, that's what, yep, yep, yep. And uh, get, uh, get together and keep an eye out and stuff like that. And we're going to hire more CSOs, the community, uh, the community officers. Isn't that just nice? 
Isn't that just great? Three things I think you need to know. Now, let's, let's get to this story. It was on Tucson News Now. They did this story. And it wasn't the, uh, the curmudgeon press release, Bud Foster. Very disappointed about that. Very, very, very disappointed. So, uh, let's start with part of the story, shall we? Number 131. Uh, you'll hear some women talk about how they, there basically was a bunch of crime near them. They're actually down the block from the radio station. We're in a lovely area. Oh. What? Let me get on the horn. Is it good? I'm trying to read what you're you're writing. I'll trust your judgment on this, but hang on. We you can, you can get her on. Now, I want you to hear part of this story from Tucson News Now, where these women are like, I think it's at Stone and Grant. I think that's where they said they they live in that area. And they're like, you know, there's just a lot of a lot of problems, a lot of crime. We see it all the time, things like that. So they went to the. Um, they, they went to this property crimes forum. And they're trying to figure out what the heck's going on. Also there, Ward 3 Councilman Paul Durham. Okay. So you have that. Let's hear what they had to say. We'll pause it for reaction. We'll hear what Chris Magnus had to say about that. Here we go. Here we go. Fast drug deals and all that. It's a laundry list of law breaking right outside their window near Stone and Glen. Next door neighbors Donna Perry and Tina Hogan said they've seen it all. Heavy drug usage, bike chop shop, um, you name it, it's there. It's why they said they're at their point. They think twice about picking up the phone and calling police. The property behind me has been raided twice by the police, SWAT, helicopters, Mm. nine yards, and everybody's back the next day. After a while, you get fed up, and you're like, okay, well, what else can you do to try to get the bad element out of the neighborhood? It led them both here inside the community policing forum on property crime prevention among the roughly 40 others who have had enough. Hmm. They've had enough. 40 people. Again, Magnus won't come on this show, won't respond to me, anything else. But he went to go talk to 40 people. Again, if he went on this show, there'd be like 43 maybe. Maybe 44 that would hear it. <laughs> people said they had enough. What's going on? And police did their job. They raided it, but they're back. So what, what should happen? I mean, I, I'm, again, I'm not law enforcement. I guarantee law enforcement's listening. Retired, you name it, current. And they're like, yeah, we can do something. We're just not allowed. or who, We don't have the resources. Whatever it might be. Let's, um, I love this. Number 132, Chris Magnus on the amount of people that showed up. Here we go. I, I wasn't so much surprised as actually I was pleased to see that you have this kind of turnout. Yeah, people are freaking pissed. They don't feel safe in their neighborhood. You're like, I think it's great they turned out. How about you be glad that you actually, you know, they didn't have to turn out. You should be more happy, Chris, that they didn't show up because there is not crime and there is not a big problem. Wouldn't that be nice? He's like, I'm so happy. I was pleased they turn out because they're so they want to solve this. And that's your job. That's why you get paid as the police chief. Holy smokes. Wait, wait, wait. That's not why he gets paid to be chief. He gets paid to be a social justice warrior. That's true. That's true. Hanging out with the Black Lives Matter guys, right? I want to know if he gave them any tips on how to avoid uh getting a ticket when he get pulled over for running a red light. Smile, be nice and courteous. Wait. wait. <laughs> so yeah, there's that. I'm like, what is what is going on? What is happening? So anyway, let's continue. Here is uh, more of Chief Magnus on the solution. Okay, we can be frustrated by that, but we also have to be realists about what can we do differently and how do we use other resources. Meaning uh, the number of police officers. You know, let's play that again. 
police officers down. Again, lowest level in over 30 years. Police in Tucson leave because of Magnus, because of low pay, whatever it might be. Combination of both, one or the other. And again, when asked about this, you know, is this because you don't have enough police? He said this again. Here, go. Okay, we can be frustrated by that, but we also have to be realists about what can we do differently and how do we use other resources. Really? Is that acceptable to you? Is that acceptable? Hmm. Well, what are the solutions? What are the other resources to not have actual police? Listen to this. Let's play the last one. 134. This is Evan Schreiber of Tucson News Now wrapping up his story. I wanted to hear him say it, not me. Here we go. Chief Magnus talked directly about the benefit of those neighborhood watch groups. As Mm. for those different measures for police, the department is in the works to hire more community service officers to handle those lower level offenses. They don't stop the crime. They write reports. We're going to hire more people to uh, reach out to you once your stuff is stolen, once the crime is committed. There we go. He's a police chief monitor. 880-KNST, 880-567. Yeah, I mean, okay, retired officer. CSOs, community service officers, can't do anything to prevent crime. They can only monitor it. The report of your burglary will be taken by a CSO and then filed in the system and nothing further will be done. That's what we're going to do. This is the plan of the, uh, of the police chief, Chris Magnus. I'm going to hire CSOs. To do what? And he goes, well, yeah, we're trying to hire more police officers. And they said in this story, we're trying to hire more police officers. I get it. But maybe, again, here's the problem. You have the, the wacko council with the wacko mayor. They think Magnus is doing a good job. They hired him knowing he was going to do this. And if they say, no, we didn't, then fire him and bring in someone that will improve morale and make people want to join the Tucson police force and stay with the Tucson police force. Horrendous leadership. He talked about the, I mean, did you hear that? He talked about the importance of, of neighborhood watch groups. What do you want the, the, the people to go out and try to stop these people? And this is also, by the way, uh, a guy in Magnus that wants less guns on the streets, meaning uh, he, he would like it if, they, if you didn't have as many guns. So what are you going to do to stop the bad guys when you don't even have the gun? Hey, you! Do what uh, Rachel Sedgwick says. First off, you can't be here. (laughs) You can't do that. First off, you can't do that. How's that going to work? Hey, bad guy, you can't do that. You're going to need some janitor friends to go along with this. Oh, my God, I know. That's how that works. This is Tucson. Sucks, doesn't it? There are, listen, there are some normal people like you and me here. Who, us? Well, not you, but you. Oh. You. Oh, you mean you. 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 Hang on. Melinda has a story for us. Melinda, welcome to KNST. Hello. Hi. Hi. I just I just got a call from an embarrassed uh, apologetic PD officer, very nice guy, telling me that he cannot they cannot come out. Um, my son, you met him um, at Mr. On's one night. Okay. Paul, really great teen. He bought a Umoto, which is a Tucson motor. It's a bike produced in in Tucson. And um, to get to school and to work. And it was stolen yesterday. It had a broken chain, and it was dragged by the thief uh, up our drive, down our driveway, around the corner, and to the door 
of the apartment building where it was taken, you know, where it, where it is now. So, um, I wait, don't wait, know wait, 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 you know where yeah. it is? We know exactly where it is. And I kept telling, I kept calling in right and, and, and calling the police and saying, look, you know, there's this black line and there's a depression in the sand and the dirt and it leads right to the apartment building next door. And these guys have been robbing our little complex for m- months. They, they steal radios, they steal kids' bikes, but now my son and I are out about $900. Oh. That's not some small, you know, this was a very beautiful, brand-new uh, motorized bike that my kid uses to get to work. He finally got his dream job, and now, um, and now we're out. So the policeman is just, they have this very nice young man on the phone um, apologizing to taxpayers for um, they're not able to do the work. And I said, look, young man, this is not, you're, you're, the city council and your chief have failed you. You know, Magnus is a politician. He is not a police chief. And I promise you that we are going to go down to the city council and try to straighten this out. You need support. Well, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Why Why he's apologizing? He's a police officer from Tucson that called you back, yes. right? Yes, yes. A real police officer or a community service officer? I don't know. Okay. He identified himself as a police officer. Okay, so so he called you and he said, why is he, he, he can't go get the bike? Why can't he go get the bike? Because they don't have time. They don't have time. They have had, there was a murder, this, I guess, this morning in Midtown. Yeah. And I said, yeah, I'm driving by police right now. They're just a few blocks from my house. So, um, you know, they, all they have to do, I mean, it's, it's just the, the line of dragging the tire because the chain was broken is, and I videotaped it, it's very easy. All they have to do is go around the corner. My son went and put notes on their doors and said, return my bike and there'll be no questions asked. But that was many, many hours ago. That was yesterday afternoon. You know, we followed the, we followed the line to the apartment building. And I'm very worried because it could be a meth lab for all we know. Yeah, you don't know who's in there. So, he, I, so hang on a second. So he, I, he apologized. He, hey, hang on a second. Hang on a second. He apologized for not having time, but he had time to call you back just to say, sorry, I wanted to call you back, but I don't have time. We don't have time to go. We have other things. Seems to me that he's making um, calls all around the city because um, and apologizing and making excuses for his chief, which uh, he's probably forced to do. I could hear the embarrassment in his voice. Mm. I mean, this, this guy, Magnus, again, is a politician. So is Sheriff Napier. They're really good at being on the radio and schmoozing the public mm. and not doing and and failing, failing people, failing children. Well, failing Nate, Nate Napier older. is really. I mean, like Mark's a nice guy. We differ on things, but he. I mean, he's elected, so he really is a politician. Magnus yeah, is not he, supposed to be one, but he acts as one, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So what I was at. Why don't you call Pima County Sheriff's Department? Maybe they can help you. <laughs> this is not their district. Well, it's Pima County. Okay, I'll give it a try. I think you should do that. I mean, the work has been done. 
I mean, <laughs> you just got to show up, still there. knock on the door, say, give me the bike, you know, uh, maybe they can do it for you. Yeah. You know, uh, they, they, you see them around in the, you know, they're not just in uh, Pima County where it's not incorporated. They're, they're all around Pima County. So I, I would call them, you know, and say, yeah. look, I know this is there. Can you, can you please help me? We're at a, you know, I have a $900 bike. We know exactly where it is. TBD will not help us. And you know what? Can you, can you let me know? Can you call us back and I let know. us know if, if they do help you or what they tell you? I will. Thank you so much, Garrett. Thank you, Melinda. I appreciate it. I hope you get the bike back. Thanks. Take Bye. care. Bye-bye. And once again, Chief Magnus, failure. And I know he's listening. And I know he's mad about it. I know he is. He should be mad about it. I know. No, he's not mad about the fact that... Uh, he's not mad about the, the fact that that lady doesn't have a bike. It, it's the fact that he's getting called out on the radio again, and he should be mad. He doesn't. About it. He doesn't. He doesn't like that. All you got to do is do your job well. But I just don't know if you're capable of actually doing that. That's that's the difference, man. Oh man, isn't that pathetic? Everything about it's pathetic. I mean, between this and and you know what? Blame the council. Blame Regina Romero. Blame uh, Mayor Rothschild. And and what's his name? Now he's silent too. Paul Cunningham. Where the hell has that guy been? This is, this is ridiculous. Why are there homicides? Murder is illegal. We need more. We know we need murder control. Was he killed with, is there, was, was the person killed with a gun? Not supposed to happen. Tucson said no more gun shows here. We're going to try to try to prevent guns, gun violence and things like that. Yeah. Not happening. Shocker. Shocker. Property. And they had a, they had a forum on property crimes. No solutions. Ridiculous. Oh, here's a listener. You know what? I'm going to tell her to call. Why? Call in. Oh. Maybe not. Uh, I got a, a listener. Just sent me a message. I had to call the Tucson police Sunday. It took them seven hours to respond. My call was a domestic situation for my daughter. I was put on hold for 14 minutes. I have contacted the mayor's office and every council member and the police chief. I'll have more on this when I get back. It's 923. You can comment as well. 880-KNST. 880-5678. It is your morning ritual. Me, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. So the news is. Second thing I think you need to know, Trump is sticking it to China, which I think is fantastic because they've stuck it to us for a long time because they want to destroy us and be the world leaders for everything. And Trump's like, no, and we finally have a president. And this is going back decades that is not letting China do this anymore. They steal from us. They're our enemy. And we have stupid presidents that just let it happen. So he said, maybe we need another $100 billion in tariffs drawn up. And China's like, don't do that. We will, you're arrogant and we will, we will fight you back. Well, you need us. You have a surplus with us. You need us to buy your stuff. Third thing, I think you need to know, we've been talking about this. Uh, Chief Magnus had a, uh, he hosted a, uh, a property crimes forum. Where he basically didn't say, uh, we're going to make sure that we don't, you know, that we stop this. He's like, you have to neighborhood watch. Neighborhood watching is great. And we're going to hire more CSOs, community service officers, to uh, take reports after the crime is committed. Great. Fantastic. Three things I think you need to know. Yeah. Um, hang on a second. There's, there's more. I got, I mean, I, I have... So many people that listen that are just so smart. Neighborhood Watch, this makes a lot of sense. Retired officer. 
Neighborhood watch, community policing, just more useless, feel-good, liberal things cooked up by ineffective public officials to make it seem like they are doing something. If you see something, say something. Like the dude that had his bike stolen. He saw it, said something, nothing happened. Brilliant point. Brilliant point. I like this from Dave. What a show. I'm exhausted. You're just listening. When you're typing the emails, though, that is the... I know, I know. Uh... uh, (laughs) Because we've talked about a lot of things today, haven't we? Or at least a few things, but in a very good way. Anyways, we have that. And here's another one uh, about that captain that responded to my listener. He already knows what happened. They don't have, any, they have no one to send. They, have, they don't have anybody to send. This is the norm. Not an exceptional, uh, not an exception uh, that this case needs to be investigated. Uh, citizen calls council. Council sends rocket to division captain who has to respond. Division captain calls communications who also has to respond. Everybody responds, but there is no answer. Only more memos. Man, oh man, oh man. What a mess. And people still, still, still continue to vote these clowns in. These same people that are the bosses of Magnus. Ridiculous. 880-KNST, 880-5678. I got more. There's a listener. I recently did some work for a TBD officer. And he told me the exact same thing, that morale was low because of Chief Magnus. Once again, you're the only one calling these people out. God bless you for what you do, Garrett. Well, thank you very much. You sound very Martha McSally-ish when you say, oh, bless, oh, God bless Garrett. But I think you actually mean it. I think you actually mean it. Unlike Martha. So we have that. All right, let's play, uh, let's play some Trump real fast. Because we can. This is what he said yesterday. Uh, he threw his... He was supposed to talk about taxes and what they do, and he's like, you know what? Throws him at the air. He goes, that's boring. I'm going to read this stuff. You got to give it to people real. Got to say it real, right? Got to got to make it real, which I think is cool. And the media's like, oh, here we go. Off the cuff, Trump. He's going to start saying all kinds of things that are that are terrible and this and that and blah, 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 blah. Really? So he, talked, he started talking about the border. And what he said about the border was factually correct i don't know what their problem is i really don't know except that they just hate trump they literally just hate trump oh you're gonna play oh no that's not it is it no don't worry about it so uh he talks we have the trump seven yes he said this yesterday about women being raped as they try to make their way to our country illegally here we go and remember my opening remarks at trump tower when i opened everybody said oh he was so tough and i used the word rape And yesterday it came out where this journey coming up, women are raped at levels that nobody's ever seen before. Mm -hmm. They don't want to mention that. Nope. Nope. What? What? He has to... And the media. He said that without providing any evidence of this. Did the media ever react the same way when Obama said this? For Americans who get their insurance through the workplace, how many people are getting insurance through their jobs right now? Raise your hands. All right, well, a lot of those folks, your employer, it's estimated, would see premiums fall by as much as 3,000%, which Mm. means they could give you a raise. Did they ever say, give us the evidence? Did they ever say, give us the evidence when he said Benghazi was caused by a video? How about this? That is why I have moved quickly to work with my economic team and leaders of both parties on an American recovery and reinvestment plan that will immediately jumpstart job creation and long-term growth. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, and he said he did true. He did say also things like, uh, you know, millions of people voted illegally in California. Where's the proof? Well, they tried. They tried. He wanted Chris Colback to do an investigation about that and, and form a, uh, a committee, for lack of a better term. But he got hit with lawsuits. You can't do that. You can't examine if that happened. That's racist. And he got shut down. Why do you think he was shut down? What are they trying to hide? So anyway, they went off with this stuff, though. Like, I'll give you an example. Let's play the, uh, the Steve Schmidt sound by number 129, please. Number 129. Steve Schmidt is a, uh, an alleged Republican on MSNBC now. So, he's, you know, maybe he never was. He hates Trump, never Trump, or you name it. His reaction to the Trump saying the, uh, the Mexican, uh, the, you know, that the, the, the Mexican women are being raped as they go through Mexico to try to get to the border. Listen to what uh, this guy said this morning on Morning Joe's face. Here we go. The appalling lack of dignity inherent in those remarks that that that's the president of the united states of america it's just extraordinary the the lack of any comportment in his in his personal space he sounds like a drunk guy in queens at the end of the bar talking complete and total nonsense Mm. um the nativism it's inherent racism this notion of people are coming here and they're black and they're brown and they're rapists and they're and they're murderers uh, that's what this is that's what he's doing he is he is speaking to the the ugliest threads um, in the mm. country and, and in the country's history and when he talks that way it shows he has, he has no conception right about this country uh, yeah He's racist, he's this, he's that. It actually, you know, it actually has happened. I have examples of this. And, you know, the Gateway Pundit brings these up, too. They're just, they're fantastic. Fantastic. Right? Um, here is the, uh, here is a story from the Huffington Post. September 12, 2014, 80% of Central American women, girls, are raped crossing into the U.S. According to a stunning fusion investigation, 80% of women and girls crossing into the U.S. by way of Mexico are raped during their journey. It's up from a previous estimate of 60% according to an Amnesty International report. But the media wants to say he's nuts. And then there's a story about a Mexican Catholic priest in 2017 who, uh, listen, Catholic, but he was encouraging women to go to take birth control and get contraceptive injections. A Catholic priest in Mexico. He developed a relationship with the Santa Maria Pharmacy. He said it's a lesser of two evils. Since she cannot prevent violation, meaning rape, she protects herself so she won't get pregnant. BuzzFeed, three days ago. Quote, more often than not, undocumented travelers have to move in the darkness of night and aboard a cargo train known as the Beast, dodging immigration authorities and criminals who extort, rape, and sometimes kidnap them. Hmm. How about that? How about that, right? But you're right. He's crazy. We need proof. We need proof. He's nuts. He's this. He's that. Blah, 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 blah. You got to be kidding me, right? And remember the rape trees? Do you remember that? People are finding rape trees. Latina.com, back in 2009. From beheadings to kidnappings, there seems to be no limit to what the Mexican drug cartels are willing to do to assert their dominance. And they deal not only in drugs, but also in humans. 
Uh, it says here, <clears throat> although many politicians would like to believe that violence, the violence will stay to the south of the border, and this is 2009, the reality is it has already begun to affect southwestern states. The revelation that Phoenix is now the kidnapping capital of the U.S. only affirms what many residents already believe. Now a new method of making territory has crossed over into the U.S. Rape trees are popping up in southern Arizona. And their significance is horrific. These rape trees are places where cartel members and coyotes rape female border crossers and hang their clothes, specifically undermark undergarments, to mark their conquest. U.S. News reported back July 5th, 2013. Just before sundown, a group of men cloaked in camouflage from the Texas Border Volunteers halts their all-terrain vehicle along a winding sandy road. As they make their way around the heavy brush, they circle around a pile of women's undergarments, which lay at the foot of a tree. In sections of land near the U.S.-Mexico border, this is known as a rape tree. And for the residents of Brooks County, Texas, rape trees are popping up at an alarming frequency. This is 2013 now, four years after the original story. I've had three rape cases in the last month, said Benny Martinez, chief deputy at the Brooks County Sheriff's Department. These guys are animals. There's an intimidation factor there. If they don't give into the brush guide, the women get beat up. The group who found the rape tree are part of the Texas Border Volunteers, a troop of a few dozen private citizens who spend their own time weaving through the low-hanging honey mesquite trees in Texas brush, looking to stop immigrants from crossing into the country. Symbols like the rape tree serve as a reminder to volunteers or anyone passing through of the escalating brutality coyotes are using to control immigrants they lead through this land. But Trump's crazy. It's horrible. It's abhorrent. It's racist. Really? Now, again, you want to know why it was never talked about? How could Jeff Flake push for amnesty? It's, it's never talked about unless Trump does it. Because then you can't talk about amnesty and all these things and making a deal. People get pissed. It's rape, for God's sakes. Anyway, 9.53. I'm coming back. Don't go anywhere. It is KNST. Radio Station. America is open for business. I'm Lisa Brady, Fox News. That tweet in all caps from President Trump just a short time ago, even as trade tensions with China continue to rattle financial markets. The Dow was down over 400 points just a short time ago. Now it's down 296. Earlier today in a radio interview. I'm not saying there won't be a little pain, but the market's gone up 40 percent, 42 percent. So we might lose a little bit of it. But we're going to have a much stronger country when we're finished. And that's what I'm all about. The president telling the Bernie and Sid Morning Show and WABC AM in New York he has to get tough on China to protect American jobs and stop them from stealing our technology. The White House also still insisting it's not a trade war with tariffs proposed but not in effect. China vowing counterattacks with great strength after President Trump responded to retaliatory tariffs by proposing an even bigger amount, $100 billion worth. The U.S. punishing Russia for a variety of actions, including election meddling, by slapping sanctions on over two dozen Russian officials and companies. President Putin's own son-in-law is one of them. And seven Russian oligarchs, 12 companies they own or control, and 17 Russian government officials. In a statement, Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin says, quote, Russian oligarchs and elites who profit from this corrupt system will no longer be insulated from the consequences of their government's destabilizing activities. Now, when the Treasury Department sanctions these companies,
companies or individuals. It essentially ices them out of the majority of the international finance system. It also prevents American businesses and individuals from conducting business with these Russian entities. Fox's Rich Edson at the State Department. The move also freezes their assets, and some of the oligarchs have things like condos and apartments in the West, including in London and the U.S. Fox News, fair and balanced.